tells the police officer, Mr. Chitwood, call the president. He'll pardon me. Like a real gangster. And no amount of money can ever replace that $2 candy. But the $5 million lawsuit she's filed may help her gain some semblance of a peaceful life. What do they do, Maddie Meat Missile? They go and they hit him with charges. They hit him with disrupting public order. I don't know if that's for the turd in the tub or what. And then they get him with extremely bad character. I don't even know if that's a charge. But apparently in China, this is what you can get. Whew, that's a real shocker, if you know what I mean. Oh, gosh. Offered to pay men to impregnate women who, who impregnate women or were described as unfortunate. The agency promised financial rewards after the unsuspecting men put down a security deposit, chose from a group of women, and did the deed. Hello and welcome to the Working Perspectives Podcast, also known as WPP News. I'm Matt Lavelle. Coming today by the one and only Strong Sam Steve Cabot and the Schmize Liam Reese. Tonight's top stories. First, for Stupid Is As Stupid Does, we'll be traveling to Hershey, Pennsylvania, the sweetest place on earth, where the Hershey Company is being sued by a woman in Tampa, Florida, for giving her a jacko with no lantern. Next, we'll travel to China for the International Chess Championships, where in this year's champion is stripped of his title for being a backdoor cheater. Uh, then we'll go on to Incredibly Incredible, where we'll head to Nawanda, India, where a cyber fraud team gets busted and goes on maternity leave permanently. Uh, then we'll head to Deland City, Florida, where police standoff occurred that required some nicotine negotiation. Finally, we'll finish with Sports and Spets, where we'll head to the Soldier Salute Tournament in Iowa City, Iowa, where there's a Ferrari controversy, and I don't mean with the car. And then finally, we'll go to Carolina, where we'll see how David Temper, the owner of the Carolina Panthers, is in hot water for his latest controversy over a splash and grab. But now, let's head to Hershey, Pennsylvania, the sweetest place on earth, where our correspondent Liam Lashmiza Reese is there with the story. Liam! I'm here in Hershey, PA, where behind me, they make the most famous chocolate in the world. Everything seems to be on the up and up, but little did we all know, a thousand miles away, a scandalous lawsuit was brewing. Cynthia Kelly was just a regular person like you and me. During the recent Halloween season, like so many of us, she visited her local store, and one of those sweet Reese's pumpkins caught her eye. The thought of the delicious chocolate and peanut butter snack was too much to say no to. Cynthia next bought the candy with the cute jack-o'-lantern package and headed out. When Cynthia Kelly arrived home, tragedy struck. As she opened the candy, she was horrified to find out the candy pumpkin did not have a face carved into it. That's right, folks. The Reese's jack-o'-lantern was not a jack-o'-lantern at all. It was just a Reese's peanut butter cup shaped like a pumpkin, forever changing Cynthia Kelly's life. Since that day, she's had to endure pain and suffering over the lack of eyes, a nose, and a mouth on her $2 treat. The only recourse Cynthia Kelly had left was to sue the company that made the candy for $5 million. Now, Cynthia may never get justice for the evil her from the evil Hershey company, and no amount of money can ever replace that $2 candy. But the $5 million lawsuit she's filed may help her game some, se some semblance 
of a peaceful life. We at WPP News will hopefully have more info on this story soon. Until then, folks, be very careful what you buy in the candy aisle. I'm going to send it back to headquarters. Great stuff, Liam. Really powerful. I'll tell you, that lawsuit sounds truly unmasking. <laughs> it's uh, not shocking that even candy goes to court in Florida. <laughs> Very good stuff. Thank you for that, Liam. But let's keep it moving. We're going to head to China for the International Chess Championship uh, to Steve Cabot, a.k.a. Strong Sam. Steve, what do we have? I don't know, man. I've had diarrhea for three days. I don't know what's going on over here. Oh, we like. Oh, hello, Maddie. I don't know who this strong stem is no more, but Mikey Metagon is here to take over. I heard he has a boat. Maybe he's hiding in the Pine Barrens. I don't know. He went on vacation, you know. So I'll, I'm gonna fill in a little bit. I'm out here in uh, Ch Anthony. Where are we? Where in China? Oh, yeah. Why do I even bring you? Why do I bring you? I swear to God, hand to God, if his mother wasn't my sister, the kid's got a mozzarella ball for a brain. What am I supposed to do with this kid? I clip you if you. Never mind. Anyway, we're somewhere in China. I got diarrhea. I came down here because I don't know if I'm eating dog, cat. It's not bad, I'll be honest. But it's not pork. Anyway, we're at the chess championship. Full of little Chinese dogs. They're everywhere, right? These guys, they're moving the pieces. They're trying to be the best. The one guy wins, right? When he wins, he likes to party a little bit. He goes to the hotel. He maybe has a beer, maybe two, maybe three. He has a bunch of them, right? After he has a bunch of beers, what's he do? He does what any amazing man does after you win a championship. He takes a dump in the tub. He takes a big hot stinker right in the tub, right? He doesn't clean it up. He leaves it because he's the champion. If I'm the champion, I can poop wherever I want. So then as they leave the hotel facility, they call the Chinese, you know, they don't like this so much. This isn't, uh, how do you say it? This isn't a fugazi little community around here. They like to really make sure you act right. So what do they do? They hit this kid with allegations. They say, they say that this guy had anal beads shoved up his woo-ha. And here and there, he would clinch his butt cheeks and release. And that would send the signal back to his little friend. I don't know where he's hiding. But this little guy, this little rat sucker, he ends up calling back, sending vibrations through his woo-ha and lets him know where to move the pieces. So he figures it out. He goes left, he goes right, he goes up, he goes down. Next thing you know, he's the champion, right? They find out he turns in the tub. No allegations, but what do they do? What do they do, Maddie Meat Missile? They go and they hit him with charges. They hit him with disrupting public order. I don't know if that's for the turd in the tub or what. And then they get him with extremely bad character. I don't even know if that's a charge. But apparently in China, this is what you can get. So this kid, they stripped him of his bread. I think he, they said it was like, I don't know, 10, 15K. They took that from him. They took his title. And uh, I'll be honest, I don't know where this kid is no more. I couldn't find him for comment. Nobody knows where he is. Nobody's seen him. Nobody ever heard of him. So apparently, I don't know, maybe he went and hung out with that strong stem fella, but he's not around no more. So I don't know what we're going to do. I'm going to try to get some Pepto-Bismol, and I'm going to smack the dog piss out of this Anthony kid. My nephew's a stew nut. What's the matter with you? Now back to the studio, you son of a Wow. I mean, great stuff, Steve. Jeez, that story... That's a real shocker, if you know what I mean. Oh, gosh, man, that's the way to go from number one to number two, huh, fellas? Ah, ah. Man, uh, on the side note, I heard he had a whole other battalion of pawns shoved up there. You know, God bless that guy. But either way, that was real good for Stupid As The Stupid Does. We're going to keep it moving to Incredibly Incredible. We're going to head to Nwanda, India, where our favorite correspondent, the one and only Liam Lashmije Reese, is live there with the story. Liam. I'm here on location in India 
at a Nevada police station where members of a cyber fraud gang are being held after running the All India Pregnant Job Agency, which offered to pay men to impregnate women who, who impregnate women or were described as unfortunate. The agency promised financial rewards after the unsuspecting men put down a security deposit, chose from a group of women, and did the deed. The security deposit was also promised to be re- refundable based on the perceived attractiveness of the women when you got there. We caught up with one of the agency's victims who asked that he not be named, and he had this to say. He said, I quote, I was shocked because it's a common thing, you know, all these beautiful women wanting to be knocked up and no dudes being around willing to do so. So for something like this not to exist is just crazy. I believe there are many other victims like him. During the course of the investigation, police have seized nine mobile phones and tons of data. So there were many, many victims that fell for this. We'll have more on this story as it develops. So if you'll excuse me, I have to go buy some gift cards and pay off some of my back taxes. Back to the WPP studios. Another great story, Liam. Thank you for that. Jeez. Turns out even in the digital world, you can't hide a baby bump for too long. (laughs) Uh, Good stuff. Really great stuff, Liam. Very good. Awesome. Well, now we're going to head back to Mikey Medigan, who is in Deland City, Florida, where a police standoff occurred that had a little bit of a negotiation needed. Uh, Mikey Medigan, what's the scoop, my man? Anthony, you were never good at baseball. You're not Joe DiMaggio. You're more Joe Exotica. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Maddie. Hey, yeah, how we doing? We're here in Florida, my favorite place, the home of chaos. Now, we're 30 miles north of Orlando. I didn't know there was anything even north of Orlando. I mean, I thought it was Georgia. Who knows, right? So we're up here. I, you can't even see the beach. Why, why am I here? I can't even get a tan here. So as I'm up here, I meet this good fella, Mr. Dempsey Hadley, a longtime city employee. Started in 1988, just retired in 2020. What's this guy do? He goes over, he drives to the local gas station. He needs some smokes. What's he do? He gets a couple packs of cigarettes, but he doesn't pay for them. He leans over the top like uh, like a scapozo, grabs a couple packs, puts them in his pocket, walks out. As he gets to his car, they already called the police that were on scene. He sees him. What's he do? Like any sound mind human, takes off. They throw down the tax strips. He hits them. Tires go flat. Doesn't stop Mr. Dempsey. Keeps driving. Goes where? Of course he goes to his house. So he shows up to his house. He gets there. He parks in the parking lot. They start trying to uh, talk to him. He pulls out the gun. He starts a shooting. What does he do? He hits one of these son of a guns right in the face. Now, it was a graze wound. He probably cried a lot, made it a lot worse because he's a cop. These pigs, they're soft. He cries a little bit. They get mad. What do they do? They bring in the SWAT truck. And what does that do? It pushes his car into his garage. So now he can't run, right? So he jumps out the car. He grabs a couple lighters. He starts lighting everything he sees on fire. Now, remember, he's in his own house. His family's in there. I'm not sure where he's going with this. He lights the garage on fire. Of course, the flames quickly spread to the house. The family runs out. He goes upstairs. The cops are backing up. He's still shooting out the windows. Now, at this point, the house is fully engulfed in flames. You can barely see it. Smoke coming out. I spoke with one of the, uh, his name's Mr. Chitwood, who seems to be the sheriff down here. And he said he couldn't believe this Medigan was able to breathe with all the black smoke. They couldn't believe he was still alive. He's running back and forth. Where is he? He's up on his balcony. So what do these guys do? We got to get him out of here, right? We can't have this going on. They run down like some real geniuses, I tell you. 
and they pull the legs out of his balcony. So there's Stunad falls 15 feet to his face. Not done yet. They send in Rin Tin Tin. And what's Rin Tin Tin do? He bites the dog out of this man. So then they get him. They take him to the hospital. They find out what's going on. His parent or his, his son, his, his the son's mother, which I guess is his baby mama. They tell him he's been acting erratic lately. They end up, uh, you know, trying to 302 him, take him to maybe a mental institution. But while they're on the way, what does my man lay down? One of the greatest quotes I've ever seen. He tells the police officer, Mr. Chitwood, call the president. He'll pardon. Like a real gangster. This guy knows the president. I don't know if he knows who the president is, but he asked for his help. Now, Matthew, I don't know what's going on down here. I can't stand ended up here in northern Florida. I'm going back down to Boca Raton. I'm going to get my tan a little better. Maybe see some brajos. Maybe eat a little, I don't know, uh, either way. Back to the WPP studios, Maddie. Great stuff. Great stuff, Mikey Medigan. Love that. Jeez. You'd think with all that smoke, you'd make him cough up the evidence, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I guess you could say that standoff was one long drag. <laughs> Oh, man, I bet the cops wish they brought some extra filters for the tension in the air. <laughs> oh, great stuff. Great stuff. Man, that's how you do it. Well, Mikey Medigon, really good stuff. But either way, we're going to keep it moving to Sports and Spets, where we're going to head back to the Soldier Salute Tournament in Iowa City, Iowa, and we're going to head for it, Mikey Medigon to give us the scoop. Mikey, what's the scoop? I'm out here in the middle of... In no way. I tell you, all I see is cornfields. I Everybody's got the same name. They all look alike. I don't know what's going on out here, but I was a different place. I tell you, I come out here. I want to see some wrestling. I like to wrestle. I come out here. I see. What do I see? A fellow paisan. Do I get the wowing Italian, Mr. AJ Ferrari Jr.? Now, this kid won a national title two years ago, by the way. He deadlifts 660 pounds, if you didn't know. He's a strong fella. Now, this man, what's he do? He we, he beats everybody. Been out of the out of the shuffle for a year, too. He's been hanging out with Jorge Masvidal, a couple other fellas. He might be doing the MMA. I don't know. But he dips his toe back into the, into the ring of wrestling. His little brother happens to be going to Iowa. So he goes to this tournament. He goes there. He's got the coaches, the same team. He happens to go against. What does he go against? A real Metagon, some Midwestern boy tries to wrestle with him. They're in the finals, they're teammates. Of course, AJ beats the snot out of him. Now, AJ's an animated fella. Maybe it's in his blood, whatever. He comes up, wins the match. The guy gets a little aggressive. You're not going to get aggressive with the wow in Italian. So he pushes him down. The kid gets mad. He takes a swing. AJ swings at him. When he does take the swing, he accidentally makes contact with the referee. And that's a no-no. So the referee disqualifies him from the match that he just won. So now they raise the other hands, the other fella's hand. When they raise his hand, AJ's not having it. So what's he do? He walks off the mat to 15,000 people booing him, and he busts a full split with the double bird. He throws the double bird to everybody and then takes a bow and exits left. I don't know about you, but I feel like this is anti-Italian hate. That's what I feel like it is. I feel like it's anti-Italian and they're trying to come from. I don't like it. I'm not supporting it. I think AJ Ferrari's the best wrestler in the country, and I stand by that. Matthew, this is Mikey Medigan from the WPP News. Back to you, my friend. I mean, yeah, support Italians and stop Italian hate. I agree. 
And if that kid doesn't watch out, another fight like that, and he could end up behind arm bars. <laughs> oh, man, good stuff. Uh, but let's head to our final story of the night for Sports and Speds. We're going to head to the Carolina Panthers Stadium, where our one and only Liam LeSmuse-Reese is there with the top story. Liam. The feeling here is somber at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte, North Carolina, where another devastating blow has been dealt to Carolina Panthers team owner David Tepper. For starters, the Panthers are not having the best of seasons. Despite selecting first overall in the previous draft and grabbing Bryce Young, the team still sits at a dismal, league-worst 2-14 after 16 games. Normally, in that situation, the silver lining would be you have the worst record, you get to pick first in the next draft. Problem is, they already owe that pick to Chicago. Ouch. That'd be enough to piss any owner off, but add getting beat 26 to nothing by the Jaguars with Jacksonville fans screaming in your face and Tepper had just reached his boiling point. Well, old Davy boy in a fit of rage decided to gently toss his drink over in the face of a screaming fan. And wouldn't you know it, somebody got the whole thing on tape using their cell phone. So after this hit Twitter and it became viral and everything past couple of days, the league had to make a move. So now they're finding poor David Tepper, $300,000. And apart from it being embarrassing, how is a man worth $20.6 billion supposed to come up with $300,000? Well, this reporter's fingers are crossed that his family doesn't starve or that he has to downsize one of his houses. This kind of story puts me in a very, very sad mood, except for the fact that it doesn't because things are a little bit bad here in Philly, but it could be worse. You could be a Carolina Panthers fan. So everybody <laughs> cheer up. I'm going to kick it back to the WPP studios. Matt, talk to me, brother. Great story. Great story. Yeah. I'll tell you uh, on a brighter news, though, uh, David Tepper's throw, it probably was the most accurate pass Carolina has made in the last month. So there is that. <laughs> Silver lining out of every table. Uh, but really good stuff tonight, guys. Uh, in case everyone's been wondering, this is the WPP News, a part of the Working Perspectives Podcast. And you can find all our stuff and all our content on our podcast platform and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You know, it's on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can join us on Twitter and TikTok at Working P Pod. And if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectives at gmail.com. And please like and subscribe so we keep bringing you this sweet, sweet content. Thank you for listening to the Working Perspectives Podcast and the WPP News. <laughs>